I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. When you're struggling to do all the things well, this is where you come to get self-awareness infused systems that make your day a little easier and a lot more intentional. And today I have got a powerful conversation for you that is all about dreaming. And I feel like as moms, we can often get into that space, especially as new moms of quote unquote, losing ourselves. And it can just feel so hard that we're just surviving the day and we kind of don't even know what we want anymore, what dreaming looks like. And so the beginning of this conversation is for you and how we actually dream and moving through when to take action on them and don't skip out and miss the end of what to do when your dreams just aren't happening. And so there's so many pieces here that our guest today really walks us through. And her name is Polly Payne of Horatio Printing. And she is such a smart businesswoman and has a heart for Jesus and for all things beautiful paper. But it's it goes beyond the beautiful paper and what you're putting on it. And her heart is really in you and being able to write out your dreams and knowing the power that that has and being able to take action and partner with God in those. And so she brings such a blessing to us today to walk through this journey and and share her path as well. So I'm really anxious for you guys to listen in on this conversation and be re-inspired on how to dream and not just those big over-the-top ones but the everyday dreams. All right. Welcome to the show, Polly. Thanks for having me, Julie. I'm so happy to be here. So for those of you that don't know me yet, I'm Polly. Nice to meet you. I'm a mother of two, a wife living in Lookout Mountain, Georgia. Uh, Moved here about two years ago, almost, I guess, two years And um, I'm the CEO of Horatio Printing, and I love all things paper, planner related, (laughs) Bible studies, journals, stationery, all the things, luxurious paper, and a big fan of dreaming big and creating a schedule that really supports and nurtures your dreams. So that's what I'm passionate about. Hmm. That's a perfect blend of the dreaming component and like the planner intentionality. So I love that you combine both. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys were really, Polly is all about dreaming, like she said. And so we're going to kind of take you on this journey today of what it's like to dream and to dream as a mom and just kind of all the facets that we can go through. And before we dive into kind of the nitty gritty of dreaming, I want to just kind of honor those of you who maybe struggle to dream big and are a little tentative to maybe even write down your dreams or thoughts or let yourself do that. So I would love for you to just kind of share with us a a base level of like, okay, what, what is it really to dream? Like, what are those parameters of what does that mean to dream and, and dream big? So that's a great question. And I have definitely heard this time and time again, like, how do I dream even? How do I start with this? I remember one of my first 
big events I threw in New York. It was a dream planning brunch and it was delightful. It was such a fun time many moons ago before I had kids and all that. And uh, a woman was there and she walked up to me and goes, I don't know how to dream. Like we were all taking time to write out our bucket list. You know, everyone's working silently amidst, you know, floating candles and eucalyptus. It was a really beautiful place. And she's like, I, I just can't. She'd adopted two young children um, that, you know, one of which had uh, special needs and one had many surgeries. And then she had two older, one was like an adult child and one was like a teenager about to be, you know, fly the, fly the coop. And she's like, I don't have time. Like, I don't even know where to start for dreaming for myself because she had laid down so many dreams for motherhood. And here I am, you know, half her age, like, who am I to, to share this? But I've, since then, I've had so many people kind of come to me and say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling to get the ball rolling. And how do I dream again? And then I went through motherhood myself last five years have been in that journey. And um, so I've had the firsthand experience of kind of trying to dream because I love it. I love that part of me. And I love it lights me up to dream. But there's times when like your your cup is so empty, your well is dry, the creativity is like, gone. You know, everything's on the back burner and the things in your life are so big and on fire that it's like, how on earth am I going to add something else? Some big dream. I like, I, I need to survive, you know? Right. And so I think that's first off, if you're in that place of like, yeah, that's me. Like right now things are on fire. I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to get the kids off to school and making lunches and wiping booties and all that kind of stuff. I think, you know, dreaming is in your future, but right now you're in a place of filling your cup of potentially creating systems and being intentional with your time so you can nurture you and fill your cup, whether that looks like uh, doing your best to get more sleep or nourishing your body with a couple extra vitamins and nutrients and a green smoothie or whatever is going to help you fill your cup. I think you have to start there because it's really hard to dream when you're depleted. You know, I think it's really hard to dream when, when those areas of your life are low and discouraged. Um, and so I would start there with, I think the, the first dream that you start with when you're in that space is the dream of becoming whole and nurturing you into a place where you can dream beyond me just being in a place of wholeness, not perfection, not like, okay, I've got to get my house perfect, got to get my body perfect, got to get my sleep perfect, got to get my marriage perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not about perfect, but just yeah. taking that time and starting with the dream of you being whole and healthy and more rested. And that's going to help you show up in your life, right? The next step of dreaming, I think it's really hard to dream when we're out of alignment with God. Um, when we are uh, not spending time with him. God is the ultimate dream giver. He planted those dreams in your heart, the dreams you had before motherhood. Um, for those of you that are moms out there or not, like maybe, you know, you had a dream in your heart and then it's on the back burner for whatever life has thrown your way. Um, or maybe it's just the fear of doing it and failing, or maybe you had a dream and you attempted and you failed at it and it hurt, you know? So you're like, I don't want to dream anymore. Like that was painful. So we can, you know, we can stop dreaming because of past pain or expectations that weren't met previously. Um, I think a big thing is getting in alignment with God, because when we get dreams from God and we follow the whispers and the curiosities that he places within us and the passions and the giftings, 
he does it with us. It's not this like, oh my gosh, I have to do this alone. We can lean on him as we take our little steps towards it. I think another thing, especially as moms, as we think that dreams are selfish to pursue my dreams and make time for my dreams when I should be doing X, Y, Z is selfish. And so I think we have to get away from that. And, you know, no, pursuing your dreams, if that's what God's put on your heart, it's it's on you, whether that's a dream realized that you're going to fully do or a lesson that he has for you in pursuing it. Whatever the outcome is, that surrendered to him entirely. But, you know, if if you've been given a dream, there's a reason for the journey. And so that's what I think. I think if you're exhausted and depleted and you can't dream because of that, that your dream is to become more whole and more healthy and whatever that looks like, spiritually, spiritual health, mental health, financial health, et cetera. And then getting in alignment with him, spending time with God is how I find those downloads of dreams. Yeah, I think that's that's so good to when you're in a place where you're too overwhelmed and struggling to, yeah, you can't get past today to dream, to say to yourself, like, you can still dream. And that dream is just more of becoming whole, like you said, figuring out how to get through your day and not feel so depleted. And shout out to all the systems we all talk about and trying to be more productive. So you have more bandwidth to dream. Speaking of systems, if you're stressing out trying to get everything done each day, you're rushing around, running late, missing deadlines, then you need the one-step productivity hack training video. In less than 14 minutes, you'll have the superpower to finally get ahead and stay on top of things. So head over to mommadeplans.com slash one step to watch the free video and apply the assign a time method for immediate results in your day. Super excited for you guys. So if you haven't done it yet, go to the show notes and click the link and watch it. Head over to mommadeplans.com slash one step. All right, let's get back to it. I do want to say too, of connecting with God in that for those of you, I always struggle with this because I don't always have like super clear downloads from God. Like I definitely do have some, but like when it comes to dreams and business and goals, it's not always this drop down, like major thing of like, okay, I know this for sure. And some people do have that. And so I just want to encourage you wherever you are in that spectrum that I love the phrase you said of planting curiosities that just to start paying attention, it's not always grand gestures. It's the little nuances of what do you find yourself like really being gravitated towards a lot? What are you curious about? What are you passionate about that you get like super chatty and just to start tuning into that and being like, okay, God, is that you? Are you leading me down this path and just start taking little steps and see where it goes and being surrendered to be like, okay, I'm walking, Mm -hmm. make sure I'm walking with you and your timing. And I think that's another thing too of of timing with dreams. So, <laughs> oh, so true. Yeah. I think the the way that the world gets dreams, and I know I'm so guilty of this too, is the natural way we would do it because of the way we spend our time is we're scrolling. We see someone else do something and we're like, I want to do it. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's how we do it. We have kind of Tomorrow. this, you know, oh, they're doing it. I want to do it. 
they have it. I want it. You know, they're doing it. I want to be that person that does that. And so not to say that all those dreams are bad, uh, especially depending on who you're following, right? If you're following someone doing something great, then like there's nothing wrong with that. But I do think that's a trap to fall into because it's like you're just kind of coveting other people's dreams and other people's passions and we're living in a place of like, oh, I'm not becoming, I'm not doing, I'm not having, I don't own this, that, and the other. And so I think that's a real trap. And it's where a lot of people naturally get their dreams because our society spends so much time online. And I know that's what's happened to me at times. It's like, oh, someone's on an Italian vacation. I want to go on an Italian vacation, you know, and you get, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've definitely seen dreams planted because other people have done it. And I do think you know, I saw someone create a magazine at my company and she did a Kickstarter and she funded her company. And that inspired me. I watched her do it. And by watching her do it, I saw the possibility for myself and I started my company. Right. Mm -hmm. So not to say all of that is evil or bad, but I think there's something really beautiful about spending time in silence without the phone, without the devices, without the outside input and spending time with questions by yourself and dreaming because we don't spend time in that boredom, quietness, especially if you have kiddos running around, like, you know, you sitting down to take 30 minutes to dream or an hour to dream and just to ponder questions might feel kind of selfish. But as a Christian with the Holy Spirit within you, why not tap into that and give yourself a moment to even have the opportunity for that quiet time and that space of sitting in questions and pondering and like letting anything that pops in your head flow out but then ultimately surrendering every single dream. That was the big like turning point for me was when I would write out all my dreams, but then I would say, you know what? If none of these happen, that's fine, God. If all of them happen, woohoo. I'm okay if none of them happen, but here they all are. I hand them to you. I'll work on the ones I can. And like, let me know, you know, like (laughs) that was the big change for me was like not tying so much of my like live or die off of all these things I wrote out, you know, like just letting it all out and then giving it to God. And it's that part of this two-step process. It's like unleashing everything out of you to just let it kind of without expectation, just simply no idea is too crazy or too small just to put it all out there. But then like, we're really good at being like, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want. Like, let's do the thing. But to stop and pause and to give Holy Spirit a chance to talk to us because we go and do the things and we're like, I don't know. I don't know if this is what God wants for me. Well, if you don't ever stop and ask and more than just, I'm so guilty of like, you're like asking as you're moving, (laughs) we're still going. We're like, Hey, we're doing this right. Like to really stop and give time that that's a huge piece for sure. So thinking through that, like if we've, if we've done our kind of dream outlet here and and written down just kind of whatever pops in our heart and mind and we've communicated with God and and so we're kind of in that first like okay I'm deciphering what I'm supposed to pursue are there any like red flags or green flags so to speak of sort of triggers of like when is the right time to take action on the dream like when is a dream meant to just kind of rest on the paper and be there as a someday? When do we like, where's that threshold of taking action? Yeah. So I have my, let's call them those wholeness dreams, 
you know, we were talking about the, the number one dream is wholeness. So I put those habits and actions into my week every single week. So I'm living those habits to help me become whole every week. So, you know, I've got an action I'm taking every week for my marriage, for my home, for my motherhood, for my finances, for my professional life. Like a one thing, like the what's the one thing I can do this week to pour into that? And I'm doing that every single week. And then the bigger dreams, like let's say, you know, the big Italian vacation or uh, writing the book or buying the house or, um, you know, speaking at a big event. Well, some of those things you do have to wait till you're asked or, you know, the thing, you know, you need some of those big things like buying my first house. Like I needed like a big act of God, you know, like I needed him to move for that to even become a reality, which he did. But that was on my bucket list for four or five years, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, having my next child or, you know, but then I have other dreams. So when do you move on it? You know, I have some dreams, like, for example, one of my big dreams I'll share with you is to host a big retreat in Italy, like this big retreat for like 10 to 15 people, five nights, six nights, where we go to Rome, we do all these holy sites, and then we go like stay in Tuscany for a few nights and dream and stuff. And like, I've had this dream since. 2018, 2019. Mm. Um, and I've got the venue and I've got the plans and I've mapped it out multiple times and I've returned to this dream and it's going to happen one day. Right. But like, yeah. when do I do it? When do I actually start planning? And every time I start to plan it and I get a little further, something big happens. that's like, not now, you know, like both my kids get an ear infection or, you know, I look at the year and I'm like, is this the time? And we, I had a retreat planned with my spiritual director for March of March or April of 2020, you know, and it was like, you thought that was a good idea. Um, and every now and then my spiritual director will text me and be like, Hey, Italy, like, are we still planning this? Like, what do you think? And so, you know, that's been a dream that I just have had to keep tabling and that's okay. Like it's going to happen one day. And right now I have really little kids and to leave them for a very long time would be tough. And my capacity, like how much time I have in my week for what I'm doing in my business is at max. And there's, you know, I want to have a boundary of how much I work and I have this much work for administrative work and I've got to manage my employees and I've got time to work on projects and I don't have more time to put a retreat on right now. And so I'm giving myself the gift of saying no, not, not now. And that's okay. You know? But God, so he put that dream in my heart and like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of one of those impulsive people where I'm like, let's just do it now. You know, like <laughs> let's put up a website and, or a landing page and start taking deposits and make it all happen. Uh, but that's something I'm, I'm learning to like slow down and that's okay. You just have to assess where you're at and say, is this the right time? And then pray about it. I find that God can be very clear. Even like, you know, am I supposed to break up with this person? Am I supposed to stay with this person? Like pray to God give it time. Let him lead you, you know, say, Hey, show me a sign, ask for a sign, you know, like ask for that and then look for it. Um, the more you can be aware of his leadings, the better. And we have to ask for it and then keep our eyes open to the reality of his divine presence in our ordinary everyday life. He's in it. You know, he's not just at church. Like he's in your ordinary everyday life. He shows up as your ordinary everyday life. And so looking for him in that, I think it's just a really important muscle. And sometimes I just take really messy action and it's like you you just start moving and it's like, 
uh, table or it's like, uh, green light. That it's, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> so I'm cool with letting things be tabled if they need to. For sure. I want to just kind of come back to like two things there. One of, I love that it's like a discipline and a practice to kind of communicate with God throughout your day of asking, like just getting into a habit of asking throughout being open to receiving his input of not being so locked into our control of like, mm-hmm. these are my plans. These are my dreams. Like, this is what I want to be open to be like, hey, let me know. Show me if I'm off track here. So I love developing that discipline. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of want to go back to that, your answer there with the question of what are the signs to move forward? And what I what I heard from you and what I want to pull out for you guys to hear is first, like she had details, like you were very specific. You had a certain number of days for this trip and nights and venue, like you allowed yourself to get specific with the dream. And so I think that's cool that you can, whatever your dream is, you can let yourself get into the details and, and to have fun. Part of the fun is just like planning it out. And that may be all you need. You may not even need to do the thing. You just need to like plan it out in your head and that's good enough. But like, it's okay to let yourself dig into the details. And then I heard you doing like check-ins to not just write it down and, and put it on a shelf somewhere that it can kind of stay on your desk and you can like look at it every now and then and check in and be like, hmm, is now a good time? How does that feel right now? What would that look like if I did that? And that followed into like step three of awareness of your season of life and your capacity. And to so do that check in and then be like, okay, does it pass the test of my season of life? Does it make sense to do that kind of dream with a three-year-old and a five-year-old? Does it make sense with my workload right now? And so I just wanted to kind of pull that out. Like I think in your story, you gave us like a (laughs) three-step system here. And so I just wanted to share, Um, make sure you guys heard that of it's okay to go into the details and check in with it and check in with God and everything. So. Oh, I love that. Thank you for pulling that out. Um, I. I think the biggest thing that I've learned over like the 10 years of this next planner is my 10th planner is like, it's not a failure if you don't do all the things on your bucket list. Mm -hmm. Like it's the, it's the expression of continuing to dream in your life. That's a part of your humanity. And that's the, that's the beauty of it, you know, and there's dreams I've had. And then all of a sudden an opportunity pops in and I jump on it, just assuming, well, I wrote it down on my list. This is the opportunity. And I don't wait on God. I don't ask him his opinion. I just assume, oh, this must be from God, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just right. been to it. And then it's a huge mistake. So I've made so many mistakes pursuing the wrong dreams. And now I'm at this point after doing it for so long of being like, hey, God, if this isn't for me, please shut the door. Like, Please, I don't want it if it's not from you because it's going to be just a huge waste of time and resources. And I have other things I want to do, you know. And so it's it's a safety mechanism, honestly, for me of like, hey, God, is this right or not? Because so many times I've moved on stuff and it was just the wrong move. And you just keep learning it, you know, keep circling the same mountain. But knowing like, for example, the dream that I shared with you, the Italian retreat or whatever, it's like, I'm not a failure because I haven't done that yet you know, and like, that's okay. There's no failure in that. It is just still in the dreaming. And what's interesting is that dream, it's not that I keep intentionally revisiting it. It's like, it keeps coming back. Mm -hmm. You know, there's these moments. I remember when my son was about 
four months old, five months old, which is kind of when that fog began to clear, you know, and you're like, I made it, you know, like there's been a long stretch of night where you finally get your brain back for at least Mm -hmm. one sleep, you know, I remember sitting out on a porch with my journal and it was like a fresh journal, you know, like, and the first thing I wrote was like the Italian retreat. And I just went right back to it of how it was going to happen and who would come. And my, the big dream of it is like, the retreat would happen. And then I stay for like the whole month and with my family. Mm. Like that's the bigger dream is like, I live there for a month and just chill, you know, um, homesteady style, but with lots of pasta. Yeah. So the, the dream keeps coming back. And I think there's, it's, we have to pay attention to those dreams. The ones that like you put on the back burner or you completely say no, and you throw in the trash, mm. but they, they're nagging. They like nag at you. Um, you have to pay attention to those. You know, yeah, whatever. that's a clear sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, that's what happens to me. They just kind of nag until they're brought to life. Yeah. Definitely the ones that you're not just trying to constantly drag along to be like, no, I still want this. But the mm-hmm. ones that just keep resurfacing, quote unquote, on their own. And I, I definitely think that's a good check in of like, okay, God, this really looks like you. And I love that you share that because I've been doing the Bible in a year and I am behind. But one thing, I'm like you easy to like, especially if you have a blanket, like, okay, this was on the list. So if something comes up that looks like that, like that must be, we must already have the blessing for that. Right. And we go and just convicted in the old Testament, how often they went and asked, even people that were off track would go seek God's counsel. And it's when they didn't, like they would have just sought his counsel. And then the next step, they jump right in and forget to do that. And what happens. And so that really stuck out to me. So I think that's interesting that you brought it up of don't forget to check in, check in with God and, and all of this. So you're not wasting your time and your energy when he's got other, other plans for you to tap into that. So obviously with God's leading here, but what happens or if you have any, anything to speak to this of when we do let a dream take root in us and Maybe it's like that Italian vacation didn't come back to you, but it was something that you were really striving and holding on to, but it just wasn't happening. Like what happens when we let a dream take root and it's just not happening like over and over again, it just seems like a no, any encouragement for how to navigate when we seem to get a no. Yeah. The death of a dream. Um, I've faced many of these and uh, they're painful and they make us want to protect ourselves and like. It's really easy to fall into like, well, I'm not going to dream again. Or like we have that tough relationship and then break up, you know, and then it's like you're scared to date again. You're scared to be vulnerable again. And it's the same thing with a big dream of like, okay, I want to write a book and and get a published, you know, be a published author and have a big book launch or something. And like the book flops or no one wants to buy it, you know, Um, whatever that big dream is. And, you know, or maybe you have this career and it's going well, but you know, God is really calling you to lay it down. And you're like, I don't want to lay it down. You know, I think it's just a strong act of surrender to lay it down and just know that God can resurrect anything whenever he wants, however he wants. So if he's telling you to lay it down, or if there's these obvious red lights that he is pointing you to, And it's time to surrender it and lay it down, lay it down. His future for you, what he has for you is so good. 
it's either an act of protection for you or it's an act of setting you up for the next better dream or he's going to resurrect this someday and you can trust him. So that's my encouragement. And you can mourn it, you know, mourn the death of a dream. Same way it's a breakup. Like you have to mourn it. You have to, you know, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to struggle with God and to to be like, this stinks, you know, um, you can bring all of that to him. It's super encouraging to know like that reminder of our perspective that all we can see is our very limited view of this particular dream when there's other nuances and turns and just because we can't imagine anything but that it doesn't mean God doesn't have something better or yeah, you, I mean, we know he's all about the journey, so there's got to be something else we got to go through <laughs> to prepare us. So yes, to, to keep that in mind is encouraging and also to be okay in that surrender to step forward into the new. And I know in your, your journey, you have pivoted and, and shifted in your career and different dreams and being okay with that and seeing new exciting things. And so I just thought I'd let you just kind of share a little bit more into your current business dream of your planners and everything and just share a little bit about what the dream is for these um, dream planners as they're called. And yeah, just share a little bit more about this season that you're in and these fantastic helpful tools for us. Yay. So super exciting. My 10th planner is launching on October 3rd. We've already revealed the designs and styles. Um, so you can see them and take a tour at HoratioPrinting.com. Horatio comes from the street that I lived on in New York when I birthed this dream of having a planner company, which then turned into devotionals and journals and all sorts of other things. But yeah, the, the vision behind the planner is to help you dream again and to help you become who you're called to become and then create a schedule that nurtures those big dreams, but more importantly, nurtures your wholeness, nurtures those fundamental needs for you to pour into all parts of you, especially the parts that you're more discouraged in or the parts that are leaving you depleted at the end of the day. Like, what about the dream of just going to bed at night with a smile on your face, knowing like, it was a good day? You know, like, what about that dream? Or the dream of like waking up and feeling good in the morning? You know, like, mm-hmm. those are great dreams. And like, I think we get so caught up in like the, you know, Maldives or like whatever, like you have this big dream. And it's like, you know, there's the dream of just waking up and being grateful. And so, you know, doing what you need to do to feel good in your body and feel good in your home and feel good in your motherhood or your marriage or um, your finances and all those things in your spiritual life. So that's what the, the planner's for. It has spots for generosity planning and heart check and writing down who you need to forgive and what fears are holding you, holding you back. So it's a really intentional planner. Uh, beautifully designed and it has four different styles and what's fun is on launch day october 3rd the first shopper at 10 a.m wins 350 dollars. so you definitely want to set your alarm for 10 a.m eastern standard and the first 100 shoppers are going to win a journal with their purchase our new journal so that's really fun you can learn more at horatioprinting.com for me one of the big dreams that i have started since june of 2022 is I finally moved past my, I guess, pride 
of keeping all of my secrets to myself of how I started my company. And I started sharing how to create your own company, uh, your own printing company. So how to make your own planner, devotional journal, hybrid product of sorts. And so I created Print School and started welcoming people into that program, which was just re-released not too long ago in uh, early September with Print School and then Launch School. So you get two programs for the price of one, and it takes you through from starting with an idea to having a fully printed product in your hand that's luxury, and then also how to sell it, launch it, market it to the world. So I'm really proud of those programs. We have so many print school students birthing their dream and not having to kind of flounder and be like, what do I do first? And where do I get it printed? And they get to work with my printer. They get to work with my designers. Um, they get my input. And we have people making prayer warrior mama journals, fertility planners, cancer warrior planners, um, all sorts of really cool, neat things. And so it's fun to, that's kind of my new dream is empowering other people to bring their paper products to life for kingdom impact. That's amazing. I love how you're with, with us through the journey from the initial dream to fully making it happen and creating a, a printed product dream and marketing it the full start to finish um, to cover the basis. And I love for you guys to hear about how like using her dream planner to let those dreams be everyday dreams too, of just how you want to wake up in the morning or how you want to be at the end of the night, that that all counts the big dreams and the everyday dreams and that you have the system to encourage that. So I want to leave us with if they go and HoratioPrinting.com and get one of these new amazing 2024 dream planners coming out, when they get that in their hands, that they will know like from you, your wish for them to walk away from that planner. Will you share what your wish for them is when they open that journal? Mm -hmm. My wish for them is to realize they have hope in the future and that God is with them in their dreams and God is for them and he goes before them and that the time that they have in this next year is a gift and they get to create their masterpiece, which is their life. And so I just, I hope that's what they feel and they know that their future looks bright. The best is yet to come and that God is with them and for them. Mm, thank you for that. God is with you, before you, with you now and after you and all of your dreaming. So thank you so much, Polly, for, for sharing your dreams with us today and, and how to encourage us to do the same. Thanks so much, Julie. All right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out here today and, and listening in on this conversation. And I hope you're inspired to dream again, even just this idea. I know I was really reinvigorated by this concept of being very intentional with our everyday dreams, all those little areas we want to improve on that we talk about here on the podcast all the time. So if you want some tools to help facilitate that and hold you accountable for improving in those different areas and, and dreaming of how to be a better version and partnering with God through all of it. Don't forget to go to HoratioPrinting.com and check out her planners. And if you're listening to this real time on October 3rd, if you are first in line, you win a massive prize and even the first 100 um, to get an extra special bonus. So don't miss out on the opportunity to be intentional and do this for yourselves to find whatever's missing that you feel like 
you've given up on or forgotten about, this is your time. So please let us know what you thought of today's conversation and what what dreams may be awakened in you after hearing this today. All right, be blessed and I'll talk to you next time. 